This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Achieving your dream retirement is a lot like making the big leagues. To achieve your dreams, you need great coaches. Each week, Greg and Danny share insights to help you reach your financial goals and achieve your retirement dreams. Now, the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. And here we are. Back for another episode. Thank you so very much for finding us and listening. Along with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock, I am Bill Seller, and uh, we get together each week on these episodes to talk about money, your money, the best way to hang on to your money, and uh, how mm. to get to and through retirement. Gentlemen, here we are again. The band is back together. How are you? Hey, hey. Glad to be here. <laughs> I am doing fantastic, guys. Great to see you again. So uh, because of this year's NFL season, a lot of people got to know uh, who Taylor Swift was if they didn't already. Hmm. And a lot of Swifties got to know what football was if they'd never seen a game before. But uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. Taylor Swift is threatening a lawsuit against a, a student at the University of Central Florida. She claims he is tracking her private jet. And and really, this guy has tracked the the takeoffs and landings of planes and helicopters owned by public figures for a while. He's tracked Elon Musk, uh, Russian oligarchs, and other people. And he claims, according to the Washington Post story, that uh, it's public data from the FAA. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but but Swift doesn't like it, man. She wants to uh, she wants to sue him for tracking her plane. This kid may have a future in one of the. Uh government services uh, yeah. seems to be pretty pretty savvy <laughs> i want to know how he got into that just randomly start tracking uh billionaires travels you know jets landing and where they're going how do you get into that just get bored one night you want more clicks more likes more reactions on your social media you want to be relevant and so he's making himself relevant through her i guess I guess, but I mean, not the first time he's been threatened. Apparently, um, last year he was actually banned from X, which we all really know as Twitter. Uh, right. He was banned by Elon Musk after he created an account tracking Musk's personal jet. And it, at one point, he had, uh, you're right, Greg, about the clicks, right? The account had more than 500,000 followers before it was suspended. Wow. I, I've never been one of those people to be kind of gaga about celebrities ever in my life. But even if I was, I'm not that bored to want to know where the hell Elon no, Musk jet no. is, you know? <laughs> no, I, don't really, no. I don't really care. I'm just saying. I can't afford to hang with him, so what do I care where he is? Uh, but <laughs> I'm sorry. That was yeah. kind of he, he self-centered. Know, he doesn't know who you are. <laughs> Maybe he's hoping he get an invite. If he keeps tracking them long enough, they'll just be like, hey, what if we send a jet for you to come along next time? All right. All right. Here we go. So, so getting to today's topic at hand, estate planning is a big part of getting into retirement. And I know you guys work with a lot of folks at different points of estate planning, different times in their lives. But what happens if you start to slip a little bit mentally? If, if What do they call it? You go into cognitive decline. What kind of things should should people be aware of as far as that's concerned? Because unfortunately, it does happen. And it happens more frequently than not. Um, I've seen it in my own family. I've seen it among clients uh, where a, an older person just starts to slip. They don't remember things. It, it gets to a point where maybe they need full-time nursing support. And so I found an article is your estate ready if that happens? Meaning, are you set up 
if you can't make decisions, you're incapacitated. You're physically okay, but mentally you're incapacitated. Does your family know what you need um, done? Do they know your wishes? Are you set up? And so this article by Patrick Samosco, who's interesting, he's an attorney and a financial advisor. And we see that sometimes. He talks about this topic and uh, how it should be best handled. And I like it because it lines up with what Danny and I do in our practice around helping people with estate management. And so really what we're talking about, Bill, is it's important to keep in mind that as you get older, your cognitive abilities could you know, start to decline. And I'm not just talking to Bill, that's all of us. And so you, we need to account for that in our estate and our financial portfolios to make sure family members understand what we have and, and what we need done. And so we're going to talk today about some things that you need to make a part of your plan and um, they they line up with estate planning. So, Danny, I don't know your, your thoughts on this and what you've seen among your clients. You know, I, I think um, this article is important for everybody, whether you're dealing with it right now or not, but to have a plan in place, because one of my uh, good clients has become a very good friend. The last three years, he's had to deal with his wife having serious health issues, and she passed about a year ago. But his sister, who has Parkinson's, at the same time that he's dealing with his wife and the issues uh, that she was having, uh, his sister, uh, her Parkinson's became really bad and she could no longer live on her own. And he ended up having to move her in. Thank God his house is big enough that he's able to do that. But not only did we have to make sure everything uh, that was encompassed with him and his wife and their retirement planning and all that sort of stuff was squared away so he can now make decisions for his wife. He now became uh, the sole decision maker for his sister. And so both of these things are happening simultaneously as he's going through this season. It was really tough, but we were able to make sure that all the estate planning was taken care of and he could just go ahead and make the decisions that he needed to make to be able to um close out the estate with his wife and then be able to handle business for his sister. And so this article is very, very important. Absolutely. And, and I've seen it with a um, client whose father had a lot of real estate and other businesses and it's three brothers, a daughter. One of the brothers actually left his corporate job to come back home to help manage that as the dad started to decline and then uh, my client also was very involved and they just had to kind of take over and basically say, Dad, we've got it. Luckily, they caught it early before it got too bad and got him kind of out of the business. But he didn't necessarily have a structure that we're going to talk about today that gives your family, empowers them if you have cognitive decline and allows them to step in. So here's some important topics and some tools that you want to discuss with your family uh, as you make your plan. The first is a power of attorney. And as we know, this is a document that gives an individual the responsibility and the power to make financial and legal decisions on your behalf if you're unable to do so. This person has got to be somebody that you trust and that has your best interest at heart because they have the ability to work with banking accounts, sign contracts, etc. when they have that power of attorney. The next thing is creating a living will. And this is a legal document that explicitly outlines the medical treatment that you are willing to receive 
if you become unable to make that decision and communicate with the medical team directly. You can designate somebody through this living will to make those decisions on your behalf. And I've had personal experience with them, with the doctor, you know, asking questions of me uh, and my wife while a loved one, you know, life laid in the balance. And, you know, it's pretty serious, whether it's a risky surgery or some treatment that may or may not work. And so you don't want, as we talked about, your loved ones are already kind of going through the process of, of, of emotions. You want to empower them to make decisions based on what you want and not have them guess. Yeah. And, and I think yeah, the, to that point, Greg, it's almost taking that decision out of their hands. Do you really, I don't want to put that decision in my wife's hands as she's grieving, you know? And so it's important that you do some pre-planning before. And, you know, part of that is discussing long-term care options. You know, if you are uh, able to stay at home, that's always a a great option. But what happens is if you need to go into a facility, you know, it's important to figure out uh, that plan. And then, you know, how are you going to go about paying for it? That's a part of the process that we seem not to address until uh, it gets to the point where we have to make a decision. They have to go into a facility. Now we have to pay we have to figure out how we're going to pay for it. I have a client, really good, again, another good friend of mine, but he's also a great client. Him and his wife, his wife's mother uh, had Alzheimer's and they watched her decline over time. She had a nice little cottage uh, in the back on their property, nice uh, two bedroom uh, cottage in the back that she had lived in for a while. But she had gotten to the point where in the middle of the night, she literally would get up and just wander around in the backyard and she started to drift out to the driveway and things of that nature. And they would catch her in time, but they had to put her into a facility. And luckily we had done the pre-planning prior to this on what would happen in the event uh, that she needed to go into a a nursing home and and how we would go about looking at who would pay for it. You know, um, it's not an easy situation to have to deal with. It's even worse when we don't have the finances to be able to help a loved one who is in that situation. So discussing long-term care and coming up with a plan for that as well. The cost of long-term care and those facilities is incredible. Oh, it, it, it's, it's, it's insane, right? I mean, that's extremely high. And it, it varies by state, too. I know here in Rhode Island, uh, a joint room is between eight and, and $10,000 a month. If you want a private room, it's $13,000 a month. And so it could be higher if you're in, you know, Georgia, if you're definitely, if you're in Florida and you're California, you know, those places uh, may be a little bit more, but having a plan for that, or if your children are going to take care of you, which one um, has the best setup to be able to do it and, and are willing to do it. I, I'm going to be real honest with you. I can do the best I can. taking care of my parents. I just thank God for my wife. She's probably going to be better at it. Uh, She's the caretaker. But having um, that decision already made before you get to that point where a decision has to be made just allows your family the freedom to be able to move into that transition of life as well. Well, I I know I think because of that cost too, a lot of folks like like Greg mentioned are moving in with their kids and opting for in-home care where it's possible, right? That they're not to the point where they, they can't do that. But it's still expensive, but not as expensive as moving into the actual facility. Right. There, there's maybe home modification. Uh, maybe you've got to hire somebody to come sit with 
uh, the older person while you work. A lot of complexities there. I had a client a few years back who was a nurse and her mom had cognitive um, decline. And so she had to give up traditional nursing and and do like a telenurse, teledoc type thing because it allowed her to stay at home because her challenge was at night she'd get off from nursing, come home, get her mom, you know, relieve the sitter or whoever sat with her mom. And then she'd wind down, get her mom fed and in the bed. But her mom would get up in the middle of the night and walk the house and do things. And so this lady had to get a rest because she was a traditional nurse. She had to alter her whole career to be there with her mom because she did not want to put her in a facility. So it's a real impact for the adult child or family member who takes on that responsibility uh, for somebody in cognitive uh, decline. And you want to do what's best for your loved one. You know, you want to um, make sure that you're not putting them in a situation where they now have to make decisions that you probably wouldn't want them to make. And that's why uh, last point here is uh, creating a plan for your estate. And that's, you know, taking time to figure out how your wealth and assets will be distributed after you die, making sure that you have this all set up and it's in your estate planning and your family doesn't have to worry about, you know, uh, how your assets are going to be divided among the family. And I've seen that be a huge riff um, with siblings and, you know, um, who aren't, you know, getting along and things of that nature. And some feel they were closer to a certain parent and they said to them at one point that they were going to get X, Y, and Z and it's not in the will and they never wrote anything down. And so now you're leaving a mess for your family uh, going forward because they're now fighting over things that you really should uh, set up and square away in your estate before you get to that point as well. And really just to put a wrapper on all of this, what Danny and I um, use for estate planning primarily is the living trust because the living trust includes all of these components that we've talked about, the power of attorney, the living will, otherwise called health directives, uh, long-term care planning, creating a plan for your assets, beneficiaries, uh, designating people who will be in charge. It really is a surefire way to make sure all of the, the matters of your estate are taken care of. And what we like most about the living trust is it passes through probate. You do not have to go to probate. It cannot be contested um, when you establish the living trust properly the way that we do it. So that is always a part of our discussion with new clients as we assess what their financial life looks like. Estate planning is up there at the top of the list. It's definitely one of those things that people never really want to talk about, but you have to get ready for it. I mean, it's coming whether you want it to or not. And it's the old joke about, you know, be nice to your kids because they they pick your nursing home. (laughs) You hope. Well, that's that's why I got that's why I got four of them, right? It's a, yeah. I got a twenty five percent chance that somebody's going to look out for me. Yeah, or or they might one of them one of them might take you in, right? If that's <laughs> right, Absolutely. that's what it comes down to. And look, we're not making light of this at all, but it is a fact, and and it's things that you have to get ready for. And Greg and Danny are are really really good at helping folks get through this time of life. So if you want to find out more about them and how to get in touch with them, check out icebluemoney.com. That's the website where you can find out more about these fine gentlemen of leisure, these scholars, <laughs> these guys I hang out with every week. Again, it's icebluemoney.com. Certainly hope you got something out of today's episode. If you did and you're here for the first time, 
go ahead and smash that subscribe, like, follow button, whichever one you have. We would really appreciate it. And that way you won't miss the next episode that comes out next week. Gentlemen, until then, have a good one. Yes. And remember, happiness is not having what you want. It is wanting what you have. Your life is an occasion, guys. Rise to it. Till next time. You've been listening to Greg Carter and Danny Bullock and the Ice Blue Money Podcast, helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any comments regarding safety and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advice products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. No legal advice options or recommendations are being made in respect to this proposal. You should consult your tax professional or attorney concerning such advice and opinions.